You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Everyone loves the bubbles. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exciting new episode of Low Key on the Wheel of Terrors Network. I am your host for this evening. My name is Harry, aka the Moving Target, and um, we're gonna have an interesting video. This video I watched uh, like a couple of I don't know. It came on my radar a few months ago, and then I one of my streamers that I watch all the time they were bringing it up, and and I was like, you know what? I can't listen to this show because I want to talk about this thing, and I sent it in, and we've been putting it on the back burner, and finally going to go talk about the subject. But before I bury the lead on that thing, I'll bury that real quick, let me introduce everyone on to the show, uh, because you guys know I don't fly solo. I like to bring cast of characters, different people with me. Um, I So I've got Vincent. Vincent, go say hi. Hey, everybody. I'm here uh, as well. I mean, I, I had to watch this video. Uh, I watched this video, so you don't have to. <laughs> we can make them watch it. Yes. <laughs> so, so before we get into it, since there is a thing about talking about fighting games and stuff. So, mm-hmm. Le- Riot and League of Legends are making a fighting game for League of Legends, right? Ooh, sounds nice. Right? And it was called Project L in development. You know, because you know that that's not going to you know get memed on at all by calling your thing Project L. No, no, <laughs> definitely cannot fail though. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> but then they and they announce the official name they're going to give it, and it is arguably one of the dumbest <laughs> names you can give a fighting game. Jackie Zombie goes. Did someone say League? Yes, yes, yes. yes. We know our uh, audience. <laughs> they changed it from Project L to Two XKO. To the number X K O, and it's like, how are you supposed to read this? A, it looks dumb as shit. It looks real dumb. It looks dumb to look at. But it's like, is it two times knockout? Is it two times K O? You supposed to say that's K O or knockout? Or how are you supposed to say this title? Because it looks dumb. And even the people in the fighting game community is like, oh man, the actual game looks pretty cool, but this name is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like this name literally uh one of the fighting game people I watch, Maximilian, he goes, Oh, I love everything about it, but that name and logo though, uh I would think of something else before that game comes out. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe the marketing department is uh not in charge of anything right now. Oh, or they or they got laid off, you know, because that that happened. Like that's true. We'll, that's true. we'll get it, we'll get into that next week when we talk about esports and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when we talk about esports next week, we'll get into Riot and their layoffs and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jordy, good night. We got Ryan home. Ryan home. You go say hi. Hello. Sorry, I'm late. It's okay. I, uh, work on computers for a living and my my uh, home pc was confusing me so that tells me what kind of day i'm having no no Reinhold just what was watching the erb 
that came out last Friday for the hundredth and seventh time. It's okay. I'll just have to dock his pay. <laughs> yep. He forced me the to do list. that. <laughs> Add it to the list, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, so they just do they just have is the chat GPT making the names? Is that what's going on? They're just feeding it in. I mean uh, they they try to make it as simple but simple simplistic as possible. It is a tag team fighting game where you can switch back and forth. Boo. So so to name it, they decided two XKO. Because a tag team fighting game, you see, you need to knock out both people. So we just named it what it is. And it's like no. <laughs> Oh, so this is two XQC. Is that what you're saying? Two XQC. <laughs> oh my god! Don't give me any ideas. Oh man! <laughs> no, the the League of Legends is making a fighting game, and they changed the name from Project L to Two XKO. Which, God, they need a better name than that. Just, just go back to Project L's. <laughs> yeah, just they need a better name than that. <laughs> L- literally. L's. Literally, I was watching a, a video where they we were talking about industry stuff, but they had to talk about the name. It's like, dude, you have an entire League of Legends game right there. Just name it after an item. It's in the game. You have hundreds of items. In name Lord. it after an item. Yeah. Well, they can't do that because they can't even say in the game because that's copyrighted. <laughs> that's in the game. It's in the game. <laughs> say that. Stop it! Stop it! Try to get there's, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing actually in the game, but it's in the game. Yeah. Um, all right, all right, all right. Getting copyright strikes from yeah. <laughs> like a good neighbor. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Just trying to get I'm me loving zapped. It. I'm, I'm loving it. It's fun. Oh, just, <laughs> <ba-da-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> terrible. Are awful. Me- I get them. I get. Here's the thing. I've got that the McDonald's app on my phone, right? So you can call. You can you know order and go pick it up, and you don't have to sit there at the at the speaker and try to tell the, the 17 year old kid what you're trying to order and everything. So it's automatically done. It's on paper. They can't get it wrong. Uh, but what they do is that when you put, place the order and you pay and everything, it comes with the screen and, and does the ba da ba ba ba, but it doesn't have any sound with it. It's just the words. It's like, dude, you got to put the sound on there, right? That's that's your logo, your jingle. You, you got to have that sound. Like, how how much do you think they paid that app developer to make that app? They didn't pay him enough to put sound in that app. <laughs> I had to throw a sound file. It's not that hard. I know they own it. They got they somewhere. Don't, they don't have the rights to that for mobile. They only have the rights for. <laughs> So they didn't think they were gonna have an app. Yeah. So somebody else took Google, it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody picked it up for like some random mobile game like four years ago that's been sitting on the copyright waiting. It's mm-hmm. like this is our time. Pay us. Pay us, Mickey D's. We want that jingle money. McDowell's has it. <laughs> Drop the lawsuit for the for the arches. Give your sound back. Oh, man, that's a deep cut joke there. I mean, good ones with those jokes. <laughs> that, or, or they could try to sue sue them again, like they did with the Big Mac in Europe. Oh, the, the, there was a company that that was literally called Big Mac. 
and they were trying to sue them for using the their calling their sandwiches that in Europe before they before they they used it. Oh my god! At McDonald's, so they tried to sue them, and and McDonald's lost that lawsuit for sure. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. Uh, all right, apparently my mom's probably did. It's like at thirty. 30- Thirty dollars for two bills. I hope they own it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, did you guys see my latest uh, reaction? Um, uh, what is it? Um, what I'm fascinated. The reaction I'm fascinated about right now. No. What's that? In the, in the chat. It's a. Uh, Hassan reacting to the oh, that, one, that, one, that one. Yeah. 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 I'm still laughing. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan of Mr. Chair. As, yeah. as he's. <laughs> no, the thing is, he, he's sitting there going, oh, he, it's no, it's no, no, he's wrong. No, it's, it's a CIA. It's a CIA thing. No, no, it's all. It's all this. It's like, dude, he's going through all the evidence and he's completely destroying any argument that you have. And you just can't. Well, Brian Holt, your brain just shuts. You're too Anglo brain to to realize okay. that you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh, I get. I, I've got that all day. I've been talking about talking to some kid about Ukraine and Russia, and he's it's just like, "You're listening to propaganda." He's like, "You're just too love the state." You don't know. I'm like, "You're too Anglo brain to know anything." But the opposite would be what the state want. Anyways, no, no, we're not doing that here. We're not doing that. No. Um, we you, everyone who came here tonight to talk about racism and in gaming. All right, so uh, Rydell, did you did you watch your homework assignment? I did not. <laughs> I have an excuse. Okay. What like what what excuse? This is like the first time like I ever hear like such a long I, like 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 stretch of time. I spent two and a half days last week with a abscess tooth knocking me down and keeping me out of work. I missed two meetings, and on Saturday I was going to go to the the Chris thing, and I was going to go to the uh, libertarian dinner, and I missed both of those. I was just not doing well. Yep, uh, that Chris thing is uh, dear leader, the guy who runs the podcast network that we are on. Um, they had a podcast and platforms um, event to get all the podcast. Yep, live podcast and get a lot of the local podcasters together in a room to help coordinate and help each other out. So, like, so a lot of local Indiana podcasters. It's a, it looked like a great time. I wasn't there. Um, I was invited. I just had other prior. I paid mm-hmm. to go do something else, so I went to go do right, that. Right, right. You know, so if anyone was wondering why I was there, that's what I was doing. I was some doing of us, it. some of us weren't invited. But I didn't even know there. Got to have a podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> no co-host, just host. I have a podcast. Uh, Got to come well, out more regularly than once every decade. Okay. <laughs> There's no rule. <laughs> All I know, Reinhold, is that you had you had time to get a chicken dinner. I got a chicken dinner this weekend while I was fogging through the antibiotic haze. <laughs> it somehow yeah. watched this Hassan video, but didn't watch me <laughs> your homework. I watched I watched ten minutes of the Hassan video. Trust me, <laughs> I the entire thing. <laughs> okay, I'm like, well, through some of the fun parts I knew were going like, to be in there. Like, wait a minute, was that video like two hours or something? <laughs> it's almost two hours, yeah, but it's so good. The The original video I saw it when it first came out, it is so good. 
<laughs> so well done. The guy is a genius at, at making those types of videos. He's really good at it. Yeah. Well, the video in question that we're discussing tonight is from a foreign man in a foreign land. He does. Yeah. Um, I came first with it because he did some collab with the Not Just Bikes. I like watching Not, not Just Bikes radicalize me into um, embracing um, bike and biking infrastructure, walking infrastructure, and, and strong town stuff. I'm uh, not like the crazy, like uh, the communist side of it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And which he's not, it doesn't sound like, and when he talks about this stuff, he doesn't lean into it either. And that's what made me be able to absorb the message because he's not trying to get too political. It's like, no, no, this is just better because it is, you know, and gives the reasons not because, oh, no, no, late stage capitalism, bull crap. It's just, no, no, this is just better. Um, why are we giving the city, why are we giving the city just to use for private vehicle versus like just the people who live here and move around? Anyways, that's the point. The... But Foreign Man, Foreign Land made his video called Racism and Gaming, which I was watching because a lot of comments, a lot of the parts of it did kind of like trigger the crap out of me because it just feels like I don't know how old he is, but I feel like he's either misrendering things or describing things a different thing. Also, that from his upbringing, he also got different upbringing than mine. And then and Vincent too, because I got him the video and he mm-hmm. clearly was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, are we say, but, but before we go to like, are we saying there's not racist people in gaming? Heck no. No, no, there's a bunch of those. Bunch of there's that. a bunch of those people that exist. Bunch of that. <laughs> those people suck. They, they, they make the people that actually like games and, mm-hmm. and treat games as an exclude, as an inclusionary thing yep. as, um, terrible people. Yeah. I block and Here's the problem. Here's the thing about this mm-hmm. is that, in gaming, there's a lot of anonymity, so it's really hard to tell whether or not the person you know, you're interacting with is mm-hmm. of a different race or whatever, unless there's uh, some sort of sound cues or you know things like that. But um, I have, I can say that I have seen some things relatively recently that blew my mind mm-hmm. as a woke person who has seen things and now can't just unsee them, as it were. So, mm-hmm. but I, I will save that for later as you go through this because I have not seen it. So, but let me just let me just say as as the the white male on this podcast that you know my opinion matters here. It's important. <laughs> it should be heard. <laughs> go ahead. No, so, no, you should not be heard. <laughs> so, so one of the things I would like to say about. Um, <laughs> Fucking zombie! Oh, <laughs> zombie wanted, wanted a, a skin drop for us talking about. Yeah, since so, so I got Tyler constantly on League, hoping for a skin drop. <laughs> the Hogwarts game is very ra- racist. All right, I don't. I, don't, I haven't played it, so I haven't played it. So I don't know. Yeah. Surprise me. I don't know. Me. Wouldn't be surprised. But, some of the some of the book is racist. Um, well, yeah. The so, so, before we get into it, like, but no, the um lot of the. How can you say the uh, tattling or like just like modding is like big to quelching a lot of the racism? Like, like so mm-hmm. a lot of the early Call of Duty, a lot of the online chat rooms, the reason why they were so awful is is for simple fact that there was no modding tools for people in there to kick some of these people out originally, you know? And mm-hmm. we were so beholden on like the, you know, 
well, you just got just hit the report button. All right. They're still here <laughs> saying this word for the whole match. So, and if I leave, I get the deserter tag. <laughs> so I just have to hit mute. Can't hear anything. You know, so. Um, so I want to give like first impressions of the video first, and then we'll go into further deep dives since you and I've watched it, Harry. Yeah. Uh, for me, first thing is that it felt like he didn't stay on topic. <laughs> yeah. He he produced this as a racism in gaming, and then instead of focusing and having like a deep dive and look at these things that could that are problematic and are issues, he kind of spread himself really thin by covering a lot of different topics. It wasn't just the focal point of his video of the title of what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. For me, because you know, like there's a lot of the a lot of moments in it where I'm just like. Yes, this is a fair argument that we should probably talk about. Mm-hmm. But in this video that's about racism, I'm not here to talk about not racism. <laughs> right. If yeah. it's about uh, if it's about racism in games in particular. Mm-hmm. Correct. Like racism and yeah, because talk about it, because there's a lot of moments where they just add on and just like it gets kind of buzzwordy at sometimes where you just they just add on different things. Um like the comment when they were um when, uh, they were talking about the local gaming store was having like the fight tournament and they were talking about just ADA compliancy on like the stage. You're like, mm-hmm. oh someone was like Okay, is there anyone there there? This is about racism in the gaming, but then now it's just ADA, ADA compliancy, which yeah. Yeah, the, right. there's no so, wheelchair ramp, but they can have one. If you're going to do that, they they can be talking about sexism in gaming, too, if they want to go down right. that path. I mean, it's like, why? Exactly. You, if you're talking about this one topic, stay on that topic. Right, that's my Correct. point. Correct. But it, it's so small, they don't have to fall under AD, ADA compliancy. But and it, and I'm sure if they have someone in the community, just like the most of the time, like I know like people in the DDR community who have helped people, you know, who have certain disabilities to be able to play the game. You know, it's not that the gamers aren't, I, but that's not what the subject of the video is. So. Right, right. It's like if it, if it was about like more than just if your title wasn't racism in gaming, it was like the discrimination or like problematic aspects of gaming, and each section was dedicated full time and effort into discussing these things. I w- I would have been more. Right. I, I would have been totally fine with it, but I felt like that there were some serious topics that that only got yeah. slightly touched on, in my opinion, in comparison yeah, of talking about things. Yeah, that sounds like a great video. I, we should do that. I should put something <laughs> together for that. <laughs> we actually go into the different types of uh, discrimination in gaming and things like that. Right. I try to queue it up to this one point, and apparently the, I'm having issues getting the video to play. Don't know why. Right. Let me go deal with that. Sorry. It, yeah, the, the main thing fine. was like when he was talking about like the uh, crash in the beginning, Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this thing. This is racist, and they're playing the drums. I'm just like, Crash Bandicoot, really? Yeah, he's he basically we're stretching the fatigue. Or did, weren't you trying to say the? I mean, at the, one point they were trying to say Daffy Duck and Donald Duck with the you know and racism and it's, it's they they try so many things to do so. Now, mm-hmm. when they're talking about Hogwarts, that's a, that's kind of what they're talking that's about. A whole, uh, that's a whole other thing. The, yeah, with the uh, the goblins and uh, how they're representative of Jews and stuff like that. But that's right. Whole like I said, that's a whole different thing. So, but there are there are people who make stretches on some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Where they try to find stuff that's really not there. Right. So one of those stretches that, in my opinion, that 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 immediately floored me when he said it, that they had they dedicated time and effort into it, is that they claimed that the reason that there is more white people in gaming is because of white flight. That because a bunch of white people left to the suburbs and took all the money, black people couldn't afford to play games, right. and games was a white community thing, and black people didn't play video games. And that's why there's more white people in gaming than black people in gaming. Now, like, <laughs> good thing we brought a historian. So, right, when did white flight happen? God, we're not denying white flight happened. Yeah. Well, it was that was fifties and sixties and seven <laughs> early seventies, yeah. Yeah, and that was a thing. Yep. But right. stating but, that, but, but here's the thing: is is I, it sounds like maybe he left a few steps out in his uh-huh. explanation of that. Yes. Whereas you have you have a culture of people growing up, and you have the white suburbanites who are playing board games, table games, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Whereas the other communities, they're they're having to kind of make up kind of games because they can't really afford to buy those kinds of games. Mm-hmm. So they're making up other games to play. I mean, it, mm-hmm. was, it was the same back in the 20s and 30s when they were playing stickball because nobody could afford to buy baseballs and stuff. They were playing stickball in the streets. Mm-hmm. But that was more of a, you know, an underclass type thing where it was, you know, the the Irish and the, and the uh, you know, Germans and everything, and the Italians that were coming in that were kind of pushed to the side. They couldn't have, they didn't have as much money or affluence as the other people did. So there's something to say where there might have been a, a trend towards the more pricier types of games being more available to the suburbanites mm-hmm. than the inner city, that which was- eventually translates into video games, but it's not a, it's not like a leap where you can say white flight, boom. Video games, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The, the video games that people have played in their areas resemble the things they were doing extracurricular outside. So, like a lot of the solo board games, stuff like that, the RPG stuff style, like D and D, something like that. That's why that translated into the video game styles that, that, that a lot of uh, quote unquote white people played in suburbia. Final Fantasy, like, but like, hey, the first time I saw Final Fantasy VII was over my fr- like a. The honestly, like my Asian friends' houses, they they, <laughs> they had like the yeah, that was games. yeah, that's true, that's true. But, but, but every black person I know had Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> right? And it it felt like they they made this massive leap mm-hmm. that that in the West that's why that's the thing, yep. and and I w- I do want to emphasize that they're mostly trying to they're specifically talking about the United States slash the West. Yeah. For most of the things, Correct. because there's a lot of things that are talking about racism and things mm-hmm. where there's one point where the guy who's who one of the guys that he was interviewing was talking about fighting games and stuff and how that a lot of the games made in Japan are super racist towards white people because they don't because that's how they see people there. That's how they view them. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. In Japan, because that's how they view a lot of the outer side cultures. Mm-hmm. But they don't really talk about that like at all, except for his one little anecdote about it. It's mm-hmm. all about how the West represents things based on that concept yeah. uh, of racism. Yeah, which and there's different levels, to- different reasons for it because right. of that too. Right, so yeah. that's where you get into that. So. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and I give a little credit saying like, "Hey, this is where like uh, the reverse racism or white racism actually exists mm-hmm. in Japan." I'm like, it existed in the United States too, but I'll give you credit for actually giving it to Japan. Right, 
Right. I hate the word reverse racism and it's racism because it's, yeah. yeah. it's just yeah. racism. Yeah, it's just racism. Just blatant racism. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. During the video, they were dropping racist uh, words towards <laughs> young white people and kids. But like when Reinhold said to German, I thought he was going to say some racist old term, you know, that he used to say when he was a kid. I was like, oh, God, blame oh, Reinhold. No, no, no. No, but like. What I was getting at is more of specifically that like white flight one. That one really yeah, bit that my one ass me. because yeah. because it felt like it, it ignores a, the massive cultural aspect of it, which they didn't touch on at all, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, of the cultural aspect that gaming was seen as a thing that losers did. Yep. That that that's Dungeons like, and Dragons. Gaming. All right. that those are those are uh, and, things. Uh, I grew up. That's the way it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. I mean, I would get beat up quite often for my proclivities to playing video games. And well, we didn't really have a lot of video games at first when I was growing up, but mm-hmm. even then I was playing board games. And I was doing nerdy things. Correct. Right. And that's, it, so. and that's how it was across all across the, the board mm-hmm. that gaming was seen as the things that nerds did because they couldn't play sports. And nerd culture won right. eventually, and exactly. here we are. And now they're trying to take it back. They're trying to take it away from us and reinforce <laughs> the jock culture over the nerds, and I'm fighting it. We've got to fight this head on. Okay, I'm not I'm done. <laughs> different path here. I think right, right, right. Holds fighting a completely what I'm saying different is, fight right now. But, <laughs> but like that, that was... They shall not replace us. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay, all right. bleep right home. But no, it's more of that's gonna be yeah. clipped out of context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, well, here's the thing too, and I think that a lot here's I always have this huge argument with the, the term institutional racism with people because it's like there's no institutional racism, it's just all about different cultures. And I'm like, well, why are the cultures the way they are? Why are they different? Why is there a white culture and a black culture? Why can't why can't there just be a culture, right? Or a regional culture or something like that? Why why is it different? Is it because of genetics which everybody will not ab- admit to and say no that's not true that's not it so it's got to be something else right well the reason is because how these people historically have been treated differently than other people they develop a different culture which in itself is institutional racism mm-hmm. right that's the definition of institution They're trying to get around it by saying culture but it leads back to the same thing and right. it's a circular argument that they can't get away from but they still get away with it because nobody calls them on but that's the problem you have here is because you're talking different cultures. You're talking there's a white culture, black culture because of these situations, this institutional racism, this redlining and white flight and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but you've also got uh, a class type of thing going on, a class culture going on and a, which is, you know, affluent and, and not, mm-hmm. but then you've also got, jocks versus nerds versus you know art people versus goths versus all the emos you've got all these different types of social groups and clicks that get in there Mm -hmm. and those cultures start to go and then when you start getting into a more connected in uh, in society as we started to in the 90s when we started having the internet people realized there were other people like them so it started reinforcing some of those the clickiness before it finally started to merge out a little bit. People realized that they could be both things. They didn't have to be one or the other, mm-hmm. but it took a little while for that to get there. So that's a very basic, my view of the history of it all, which you can all yell at me and say is wrong right. and, and flame me if you want to. It's fine, but that's how I see it. 
Yeah, I just feel like they 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 completely ignored the cultural aspect of it because yeah. the because the culture because gaming and that stuff wasn't even accepted in the the white flight communities anyway, mm-hmm. let alone in the in the, the the communities that they that the black black people took over and and filled in the gaps as so to speak based on white flight that technology that term but. Yeah. Even when I when even when I was in middle school, Mm -hmm. gaming was seen as the nerd thing. Yep. Like like nerds play video games. Like why would you play like unless it's unless it's Madden, 2K, or (laughs) maybe a fighting game. Yeah, maybe a fighting game. But it has to be like Tekken. It had to be Tekken. Tekken. It couldn't be any of those cartoons. It has to be yeah, it's gotta be mainly bro stuff. Yeah. Right. And barely oh, Smash oh, Brothers. Oh. You get Smash Brothers because only you know, you know, you can do Smash because your parents probably just got your N64 or the GameCube. So you right, but, we allow Smash. But yeah, yeah, it was it was this entire way with gaming or just any type of board or D D gaming back in the mm-hmm. day. When I was in middle school and high school, um, yeah, any type of game. It was a it's if you do any type of niche activity in the United States. 75% of the people in that niche activity are going to be white, no matter what it is, if it's a niche activity, just the way it is. What? Most of the time when I go to when I do yoga, majority of the time, it's probably like two to three black people there, and I'm one of them. Right. But that but that's what the reasons for that are probably what he was trying to get at with white flight and all that stuff, is that you have more affluence in that mm-hmm. in, in the white space right so you, you when you don't have that you don't have the time to put into those types of things those types of uh, endeavors like you're not gonna sit down and play D when you're trying to hustle a second job to make bill and rent money you know you, you don't have the time for it is what i'm saying uh, yoga you don't have the time to go and do that and pay for that if you don't have if you're if you're trying to just to uh, you know keep you know keep a roof over your head yeah. and food on the table so mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I think there's a disparity there because there's an underlying issue going on in society that a lot of people don't want to deal with, which I got into recently, and I'm not going to get into it. Again, but, <laughs> um, so I think I think there I think what it sounds like is a guy was trying to make some points, but didn't do a very good job of right. filling in the details to make it to make you understand where he was coming from or trying to come from, or he didn't even understand it himself. He just kind of made leaps of logic on his own leap, and just leap assumed people would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a leap of logic, yeah. you know, uh, okay. it's that c- classic leap uh, where we can kind of see where he's going with it, but he didn't connect the points. Just like that's, it just seemed like another non-secular in the video that he has, right, that right. he constantly has done. Based on what was in the video, it took you adding all this extra context that you already knew to make that point uh, completely valid or or an arguable point in your brain. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the stuff that you like, some of the stuff that you brought up is just a random person wouldn't think about that, especially a lot of people that haven't been around as long as you, Reinhold. <laughs> Let's be honest. But There's they, not they, too many people who've been around as long as I have. I'm afraid. <laughs> but yeah, it's the like I I hate harping on that the cultural part of it, but I feel like they 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 try to touch on certain random aspects of culture of like, well, the he was talking about one of the guys was talking about he would go to a friend's house and they had single player RPG games and he didn't know what they were. 
because all he had were multiplayer games because he always had to play with other people. Because because right. for him, gaming was a community thing that they all they always did together, mm-hmm. and that's why he didn't know what what. That's why he didn't play a lot of the single player games. He always played with other people. Yeah, which I, that, that, that I, I don't just, know. That's just more of a like if you have a bunch of brothers and sisters and your parents are buying your games, they're buying you the multiplayer games. If right. you if you but if you have more of a disposable income, like some of the probably what white kids probably had at the time, yeah, they probably could get the the other different games that are out there. Yeah, or they didn't have as nearly as many siblings or people that are willing to do these things. Correct. To pass the time. Yeah, like, like yeah, if you've got one kiss, one sibling that's playing a video game, the other one's not, then yeah, you can buy get a single player game. Yeah, why, why would I waste the money to to get Street Fighter if you're going to play by yourself? Here, have Chrono Trigger. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like like right. the like uh, my friend, um, my friend growing up, he was a single ch- uh, he was a single kid. That's, that's how I found him. What the heck, Resident Evil was? Is like the heck is this <laughs> single? You know, <laughs> you know, one child. Was, yeah, I get it. This one cool one player game. Awesome. This is fun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The worst multiplayer game is a good game when you have a good friend or a, or or it's couch co op. There's, yeah. there's a lot of bad games that are way more fun if you're playing with other people on couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct. When I was, mm-hmm. yeah, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And there, when they did talk about certain aspects of, like, so there, there are some positive and cultural things they did talk about. But again, they did spread it kind of thin. But they addressed a bunch of different concepts with the positive aspects of it. But he was talking about how, like, it, especially in the West, fighting games is where most of the people, uh, most Black people, play video games competitively. Fighting the fighting community is mostly black people. Yes, yes, it's a massive block, and like so, some of the best players in a bunch of games is are black. Like the 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 most the most decorated fighting game player in North America, I believe, his name is Sonic Fox. He is a black furry <laughs> mm-hmm. who who plays. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Mortal Kombat, uh, a bunch of other games. And he's a bunch of the anime fighting games because that's just what that's what he enjoys and what he plays into. Yeah, yeah. So he's in a lot of niche things, and he's mm-hmm. the, probably like the niche black guy there most of the, <laughs> the times. Yeah, and uh, I think one thing that they touched on a little bit too is on it was also which they kind of just brush over, just kind of like just stepped over is the. In fighting within the black, the quote the black community, like if you were into this, because you, you were called a nerd, or I think mm-hmm. uh, was the person that interviewing Kaylee was talking about, um, you know, well, you don't sound black enough, you don't know, quote, quote right. black, and I was like, yeah, white people are doing that to you. That's other black people doing that to you, you know, you know, let's call it, yeah, black nerd Scott, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 trauma I had growing up. You know, my sister was like, "Well, I don't know why the people that affect you." It's like, it still affects me. It's like no one's saying that now. Bull crap. And most people who say that now are like, uh, you know, like it's only now and I'm an adult. I hear white people saying it. I think I think we've come back to it. So I think there was a time where we were trying to fight and stamp a lot of that stuff out and. Then people started saying, well, it's mostly gone. If we just start talking about it, it'll go away. And that's not how it works. And now it's coming back in a vengeance. Like I was going to mention earlier, I can, it's probably a good time to do that. I was modding for a uh, Twitch streamer. His name was OPSET. 
his name dropped. And <laughs> yeah, um, he was he was he was a real big rising star. He started playing. He was really good H one Z one. Very good shot. Um, immediately kind of blew up when we came partner. His partner rep decided to really pump him up because he was a, a, a younger black kid. And I was modding his channel at this point, helping mm-hmm. him out. They threw him on the front page, right? Yeah, of Twitch. Yeah. The amount of modding I had to do that day of mm-hmm. stuff that was just not acceptable right. mm-hmm. was insane. Mm-hmm. I was busy for three hours. Just mo- just like deleting and kicking out hundreds of people mm-hmm. saying some of the worst stuff just because it was a black kid on the front page of Twitch. Yep. Yeah, it's so yep. but the, that that's the anonymity part of it that they they kind of touched on that they but they they've made it they made it too I feel like they made it too insular with the concept of the anonymity and people saying whatever the whatever they want because they're anonymous. Where they basically said, well, it bred this group of people that are willing to say these things to each other. It's like, no, they just choose to say these things to their anonymous because they th- because they don't they feel like they won't get repercussions for saying the thing they're not supposed to say. Right. Yeah. And the media and everything else just shows like, hey, this is a if you're very young, you don't know, like, yeah, this low casual crap trolling, this will disturb this, this will just ticks them off. This is the, I can really get into the skin and get this word across. And they've developed all these weird, awful techniques. I've received that before in my um, Twitch rooms when I when I streamed on Twitch. It's a half the reason why when when I do if I ever try to stream normal, I have to make sure I've got a mod on standby too. You know, mm-hmm. be, you know, because some of these platforms do harbor some of the most awful trolls and won't just ban them outright off their platform. You know, it's. Yeah, because these people think this thing is funny. It's like it's not funny. I don't find it funny. Um, I, I get on your skin. Cool, you're under my skin. Get out of here. Go away. I, right. you know, getting close to forty year old. I deserve better trolls. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> been online for way too long. I deserve right, I, higher I you, quality. TV. I need you to, to to criticize my skill, not my skin color. Exactly. I'm reminded of the time when we did the show. Mm-hmm. And you let people jump in the Discord and yeah, join in. Yeah, one hey, night. <laughs> treat them, treat them like an adult. Treat them yeah. like an adult. But um, the like going back to like the, the the one of the other reasons I feel like that is that's been reoccurring back into the culture is because gaming got absorbed into the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Like video gaming got absorbed into the zeitgeist, yep. and now the new thing is trying to cut, try to pull itself into the zeitgeist to try to be absorbed, and that is that is anime. Yes, and they've and like the Trying. only one that's been absorbed fully into the zeitgeist is Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. and that's just accepted by almost every culture. <laughs> like that, like mm-hmm. I have the joke that if you want to find what anime people. Uh, enjoy in the hood there it's dragon ball z you'll find you'll find at least one goku shirt around mm-hmm. <laughs> wherever you go I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of one piece lately like in the general culture mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is it not getting to that other side of the of the fence that i don't get to spend a lot of time around or? Well, One Piece is, is is slowly going into that group, but it's not nothing is as synonymous as Dragon Ball Z. Correct. Literally, literally, there are cereal boxes 
in the grocery store with Dragon Ball Z characters on it, and Dragon Ball Z hasn't been on the air for like 20 years. Yep. Z as it is, 20 years. 20 years, 20 years. Future <laughs> trunks, purple hair, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, exactly. What the hell? And it's just like if you go back like like when it was airing, people would be like, What are you watching this stupid cartoon bullshit for? What about Pokemon? Is that not an anime or is that a game? It, I don't know if I know both. the origins. It's it was a game that became an anime because they were like a okay. that was like a they make money an off anime it, yeah. arm, but it, well, I mean, it was it was a knockoff of, of Magic the Gathering, right? So that's how it got started. But, <laughs> but the the concept of it becoming mm-hmm. why well, isn't as media yeah as yeah. media focused mm-hmm. as it is? It's just. Pokemon is kind of a overall accepted medium kind of thing that I mean though you won't find a lot of people playing it or or focusing in on it. People just know of it, especially like the original 150, as Harry knows. There, there's like a, there's like a thousand Pokemon, and Harry probably knows the first 150 and maybe like five other ones. <laughs> but those are the ones that are in the the culture. The the original 150 fire red and blue. <laughs> yeah. 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 Red and blue are the ones that people know of and Pikachu, because Pikachu's everywhere. Yeah. I have I have to say there, yeah. I think there's been strides in the nerd culture as far as that goes. You now have the new host of Um Actually is black. So there's there's progress right there, right? <laughs> I always hate the thing like, hey, we got this person here. It's progress. I don't care. I, I, oh, and I think he's <laughs> A, too. I think that's like two ticks of the box. I don't know. Let's, we have to look and see. Are we just, yeah, no. we're just ticking boxes off? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, hate, <laughs> I, I hate the chicken, the, yeah. the ticking What's, the boxes well, off thing. What about, is the guy good or not? How about that? How about we just focus on. Oh, you can't say that now. Right, right, okay. no, you can't say that now. You can't, you can't say that. I can say that. Yeah. You can't say that. Well, we can say can that. Say that. Yeah, well, yeah. We can say that Kevin Hart's so, a bad. Role so what you're saying is that <laughs> what you're saying is that you people can say that. Whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? Go down, right on. No, no. Uh, long kangaroo. Jack. You saw. You saw. My wife was threatening to take your uh, headphones. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to put a pair for you for the. There, for there's food. a. They got bunny ear ones a, now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like a bunch of things that like because that video is like an hour long and there's a bunch of things that he jumps around and talks about uh there's an aspect like he was talking about how he felt that there wasn't like representation for uh certain communities based on games so like he was talking specifically about assassin's creed black flag this was set in the caribbean he felt like there wasn't enough you know black representation in that game, considering, yeah, considering where yeah. it was located at, right. right, right, which I I have no argument with. You know, mm-hmm. again, this is what I mean. The, there are solid points that they're solid mixed point. in here somewhere, but then, but in my brain, they also go with like, well, why are all black people villains when they're not all villains? But they like to say that that's one of their major representations. Or why don't we have black stories? And then I can go and find a bunch of games that are. 
black stories, but they're they're saying that they have no no games for their kids to play that right. are black stories. Yeah. Yeah, one of the persons in there was talking about how like there, it's twenty twenty four and there's no black story like main characters that their kids can play. While in the same video talking about Miles Morales, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like bro, you know, like granted it was clipped. Maybe that was clipped before. Yeah, maybe it was happened. Don't maybe know. he put it in I'll the wrong grace. order. Right, he put I'll it in the grace. wrong order. But I'll give grace. <laughs> yep. Grace right, has and, been given, and that the, well, you had a you had a non-white night rider for or a ghost rider <laughs> for a long time, right? I mean, Robbie Reyes, I mean, he wasn't wasn't black, mm-hmm. but he was still you know, not, right. not white. We're talking about talking about black video, talking about black now. We're not yeah. talking about just anti-white. Okay, I see. Yeah, <laughs> but I get where you're coming. Leave me out of it. I get it. Yeah. I get where you're coming from, right? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But then they also spoken like, this year, right? Was it for spoken? That was uh last year, sir. And, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, and that was cringe, so we don't talk about that. <laughs> but but they like they also like went through a process of like kind of overgeneralizing certain things of like why does every black character in a fighting game have to dance or play basketball? Right. And it's like, every game, every fighter in every game dance. <laughs> In some way, I mean, they all have no, moves, I mean, right? No, he meant like that. Most of like their fighting styles are like dances. So like Eddie Gordo from Tekken, mm-hmm. he does Capoeira, is yep. is dancing. So they mm-hmm. they like why is why do they all do dancing? When I'm sitting there, just like Balrog's right there. <laughs> you know this, this. That's true. Balrog is right there. Awesome. <laughs> Balrog is is literally right there. You got you got Dudley who's also right there. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like, bro, like right, right. there. What are you Raven? Talking? You got Raven from the Tekken games, who's a fucking ninja, <laughs> who's a legit ninja. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, white people have Raiden, and that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> well, whoa, 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 how whoa, dare whoa. you? How dare you erase Asian cultures there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get guy. I didn't erase Asian culture. The movie made erase Asian culture. <laughs> You don't even get you, the movie. The movie removed guile from you as well. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The movie so removed I still, guile from I grew up, as well. This is like say I grew up watching that uh, god awful. Um, what was the name of that TV show with um, Carradine walking through the West as a as an Asian? Guy. Oh. Okay. Um, also, every, uh, well, King of Lionbox says also every black character has the Miles Morales haircut. Well, how dare you? It's not the Miles Morales haircut. It is the Killmonger haircut, sir. That's what it is that they decided that to is. put on every character. Black people but, get one hairstyle per decade. Okay, <laughs> for each game, get Afro, then you get like dreads, fade, dreads, and fades. It's, <laughs> it's all you get. <laughs> Don't forget kid and play that high oh, top. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's in every game. Have every that. game has that one. Every yeah, game should have that. Like, like well, I will say there are plenty of of. I, I do agree that there is a wide variety of the characters that are black that that do do a lot of dancing in the, uh, in their character design because yeah. you do have Eddie Gordo and when people when they got rid of Eddie Gordo they really wanted. Uh, they had to put in a character that is Eddie Gordo, so they put Christy in it, which is another black character that did it. And, you know, DJ from Tekken, not Tekken, from Street Fighter, <laughs> does dance and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, to be there fair, there is some of them that, that, that is accurate, but I feel yeah, like right. 
it's oversimplifying but the subject. To be fair, to be fair, to be they want to have their games realistic, and they can't have the white characters dancing because that's not going to work out, right? That's not real. Nobody's going to believe that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There's a ballerina, sir. <laughs> she does dance. Thank you very much. She's in the the most recent Street Fighter game. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I'm Come sorry, I'm having man. too much fun with this. It's fake games. I should be more serious. Let's focus on serious. Fake old <laughs> gamer Reinhold. <laughs> not knowing that 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 I don't do fighting games, man. It's not my my culture. <laughs> wow, Reinhold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it it, it I just want to make it clear that I am making jokes here. I don't mean yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> just in case somebody stumbles on this thing. Right. I'm, I'm being context. highly insensitive. Being completely uh, out of context. But uh, like, uh, right, hold your charge. You got to eat some bathroom. Right? Uh, oh, uh, okay. Now oh, let's Jesus. talk about it. Okay. But like that, the, one of the, the replacements. Oh, Oh my god, let's not do that one. <laughs> Moving on from that concept. Uh, but it also feels like they were focusing solely on the the concept of racism towards black people in gaming, where they don't actually yeah. touch on a lot of the other representations of other communities. And they didn't go out of their way to talk to any of most of the other ones of like a lot but, but, of but that was that was something you said about it that mm-hmm. you wanted them to stay within the, the right exactly that they were talking about right right so. instead of, instead of spread, branching out and going to so many different places yeah for it. and but here's well, the thing I think that they mm-hmm. fail when they do that when they when they start when they narrow it down to that focus is that you can't really look at the overall issue because it's not just you know it's not just a black thing. You know right. what I'm saying? There are I, other I completely agree. races that have the same issues. There's genders that have issues. And it sometimes all kind of melds together based off of who's instigating the issues. As opposed to who's receiving the issues. That right. Makes sense. Uh, I, I totally understand that. But, but for me in particular, with the video specifically talking about racism and then going into talking about how, you know, trans people identify themselves using avatars and VR games and how that's positive for the community. Yeah, I didn't know. That, that, so you're saying they didn't stay in the narrow confines. They explained right, it out. That they, they, they kept talking about other things that weren't this topic that they wanted to talk about. Which I felt like that if they would have stayed in this space, they could have talked about a lot more things mm-hmm. and compared yeah, and they to just made, you know, and made right. this like part one of the right. series on um, discrimination within gaming culture or whatever. Right, it's like there's there's a large chunk of this video that I'm not even going to talk about that I personally not even touching on because it's like. 20 minutes where he talks about Gamergate and all of that Gamergate. stuff. He talks about all of that stuff, but I'm not even going to... I purposely chose not to talk about that because there's a lot of it that I don't want to, you know, delve into because I feel like that's a... I feel, I feel like that is a discussion that is... That it ha- that has a lot of emotions on both sides. Well, like... I mean, it's it's the reason we have Trump, so... It, it, yeah, but like the legit... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie. <laughs> and, but, like, but um, yeah, but it, it's because the lessons that weren't learned during Gamergate, mm-hmm. you know, those lessons weren't learned. 
That's but, it. That's, that's the reason why. It's not, the, yeah. it's not that a bunch of like, uh, I hate the narrative, like a bunch of white trolls got together. And yeah, yeah, they got 70, 80 million votes. Yeah, that's, that makes perfect effing sense. But like, not even talking about that stuff. The, my, if we're going to address any of it, is the fact that one of the people he interviewed completely negated his argument of racism in games by basically making it an even more small argument because they interviewed and was like well gamergate wasn't really about racism it was just about white women in particular because when black women talked about things they shut the black women out and so it was actually about white versus black instead of it being about this whole- so one of the person they interviewed completely took it out of the context or even made it even more racist based on what they were trying to argue. <laughs> so for me, it felt like there was this, that's one of the issues about them going so shotgun widespread because it mm-hmm. feels like people that they're talking to are nullifying what other people are saying in their own video while to also still talking about the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. Which is not a bad thing if you if you acknowledge it and talk about how the nuance is going to be an issue with this whole thing. It's nebulous. It's not a straight and clear cut. And right. here's two different sides of it. And here's mm-hmm. different experiences that people have. If you mm-hmm. t- say that, that's fine. But if you don't, if you just say, hey, this person, this person, and then this person is the one we're going to talk about that going forward, then that's just leave it to side. You're not doing a good service, in my opinion. Right, and yeah. so so for me, that's Plus, trying I was, to trying to make Gamergate about white and black. Mm-hmm. That became, I, that sounds like old. you're trying to force something into like you're getting left out on the discrimination train. And you want to stick your nose in. That's what it sounded like to me by saying that. Right. that but again, sense. again, that's what, that's why I, I even though it took twenty minutes of the video, I basically. Yeah. This is I've spent maybe five minutes talking about that because I feel like there's other things to talk about because I feel like that whole chunk of that video has so many things that are just either both contradictory to themselves or they're arguing points that is are uh, either obvious or nebulous that you can't really pinpoint down. So you're spending a lot of time talking around each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I really don't think they also had a good grasp of Gamergate. Anyways, they were bringing out, they were showcasing and bringing up things that happened well after Gamergate. Like uh, they put up Jeremy Handler from the quartering. Um, Well, Mm -hmm. I I don't agree with most of his politics up there, but he was not a Gamergater. You know, he did not participate in that. So I don't know why we're like Gamergate just throw his picture up there. I was like, Okay, so you're insinuating there are tons of creators in the space that were part of Gamergate that you could have thrown up there, but you put his face up there for some reason. You know, like you're you're either you didn't research this or you just kind of just typed it in and pulled something up. And I just found that as egregious. Yeah. But yeah, that that I didn't even touch on that part of that video because there's that's a whole section that I felt like there's a lot to discuss there, and I feel mm-hmm. like that really didn't go with the topic of the video to begin yeah. with, which was racism in games. Correct. Yeah. So. Yeah, the whole cl- yeah yeah the whole Gamergate thing just seemed like we were trying to get things for SEO. Which throw this in here so we could put that in the title, and then they threw like Nancy Pelosi, and they're like, we're just trying to throw SEO in this stupid video so we can use it for hashtags and algorithms. Or they really and it kind of worked because it came on my yeah. radar. Yeah, or they just it's didn't possible understand. that they never understood what Gamergate was about and yeah. the different right. sides of that whole thing. And Correct. Right. And, but, there's a, but it's also one of those things of when he opens his video of welcome back to everything is racist. I mean, everything. I'm not exaggerating. Everything is racist. 
right. and then like yeah, and didn't want to also like acknowledge like the crap takes that Nina Sarkeesian had. You know, did she have some truthful ones? Heck yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. She had some things like yeah, these are legitimate criticism. And then the, she had some lot of like that's a shit take. You're awful. Where did you even get this thing? <laughs> right, but but I feel like that's. That's for all sides, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. When anybody has an opinion of things, there's shit takes and good takes. But mm-hmm. a lot of people only will stick to one or the other, depending on their opinion on the person. Right. Yeah. But not a lot of people are willing to to give the flowers to a person who made an opinion that they mm-hmm. enjoy when they made an opinion that they don't. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just that's just how society works. That's just how people are as human beings. <laughs> yeah. But but in general, I felt like this. While there were some points that they made that I felt like could have been significantly elaborated on and and talked about more, it instead of it being about racism at games, it was discrimination of all types in gaming, uh, but uh, abridged. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like an abridged title like that. Yeah. Was it just called white people suck? Was that what they were going for? Maybe some of it was like, yeah, white people suck. White people are in the way. I think a lot of it that got me was the big arguments. A lot of white racists really have against black people is that they're not very communal that, which I always thought was we- uh, weird. Um, they always view black people as not very communal. That's why they are the, w- the way they are. And then I watched this video and they talk about how white people aren't very communal. <laughs> Only black people are communal. I'm like, Wow. So, like, to me, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, what is that's, I've heard this argument before but from a white guy, a racist white guy. Now I'm hearing it from a black guy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? But I mean, right. I was like, yeah, I've heard that's that just, argument. That's just cultural <laughs> viewpoints and things. Like, when they were openly saying that they felt like they, they played games with other you know, black people all the time because mm-hmm. not all of them could afford consoles. So they had to go to other people's houses and play mm-hmm. the consoles they did have, yep. and et cetera, et cetera, which you know is a thing that happened. You know? Hey, hey, people in the suburbs did the same damn thing, which you know, like it was only until like the later odds that people had both consoles. Even mm-hmm. South Park, all the whole thing, like, you know, listen, we all have to pick the same console so we can play together, especially online yeah. with crossplay. There was no really much crossplay on some of the consoles, so everyone either either had the exact same console or they had different ones, and that's only because of online play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, when I was growing up, it was like you know. My parent, my mother would go to visit a friend or a relative, and they had kids my age, and we all would get together and play in whatever house we were in mm-hmm. with whatever we had. And if it was a video game, it was great. If not, it was board games or it was other toys or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but I grew up in the in the the wonder years of the X gens where we were riding bikes off of cliffs and stuff. That you know, basically, we were just told to go play and come back before dark, and nobody knew what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> As far as gaming goes, though, it was just, it was, yeah, you go to, you know, the other people's houses and you hang out and you find out what they had. And it was, a, it became kind of a, you know, status thing where, oh, well, I've got this game where this person doesn't have that game, stuff like that. Yep. And there was yeah. issues there, but it was still when, you know, when you liked the people you're hanging out with, it was just a lot of fun going, oh, we can get over to their house because they've got this game and I haven't played mm-hmm. in a while and it's fun to play with them on this game. So, right. Yep. You know, like that's, I played yeah. a bunch of games that way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I, not I think a lot of people have 
And I don't want to like disparage like the aspect of because my friends did that too. I was the friend of the PlayStation, a friend of the Dreamcast. You know, we we coordinated also which consoles we were asking for. Yeah, did that too. Yeah, I, did, I did in television, which was the, yeah. the more superior. But the <laughs> um, I the thing is, is that a lot of people have different experiences, even in even in the same culture, right? So you could have people go, "Well, the white people weren't as communal, or the black people weren't as this," and and it's like your experience of the people who you were around maybe was that, but that may not necessarily be the general understanding throughout other people. Right. So I think a lot of people fall into that. Well, this is the way it was for me and they can't go. What was it like for other people and learn empathically that there are other experiences out there that they may not have. There's may not be the truth for everyone. Might be a truth to them, but it's not the truth for everyone. Well, uh, right home. Wicked Kinder wants to know Have you taken that bike off any sweet ramps? <laughs> there <laughs> are some stories I can tell. And, and that's we had, I, we had, had the, the, the long handlebars on the oh, on man. the banana seat bites. Oh, man. this is when we find those things up over those ramps. I sweet six feet air, you know, I mean, it's just great. This is when we find out which teeth is fake. <laughs> that's that's where like, Reinhold goes, and that's where you I find out friend. how many brothers never made it because mm-hmm. you know that, that was the thing is everybody's like we all survived it because we were Gen X we survived it I'm like yeah you guys did there's a lot that didn't you need to <laughs> calm down about that we don't talk about that a little bit this is how I met my friend his last name was Knievel <laughs> so my, uh, I remember talking to my brother we were we had the bike upside down and we were I was oiling it. They had just mm-hmm. running the wheel, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, the, with the yeah, the as fast pedal. as you can, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, "Put your finger right there." And he put his finger in there and it went around the sprocket. And there was a trip to the hospital. <laughs> and I talked him into going down a slide backwards in the park when we had slides in the park on slabs of concrete. <laughs> and he got scared, grabbed the whole side, and fell off Superman style and broke his arm. So that was. That was I got in trouble for that. Um, so yeah, we we uh, we survived. But let me tell you, <laughs> it wasn't for lack of trying not to. <laughs> Reinhold out here talking about <laughs> his past is we we just we just threw ourselves, we just ragged on ourselves at things. It's all what happened, you know. <laughs> I'm bored. Let's go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Now we got you know you know the the Stand by Me movie where they go and look for a dead body. That's what we did. That's the stuff that we did as kids because we didn't have like supervision. They're like, just go, go get away right, from us. Right, like, back in the right, like, I've seen so many dead bodies. You have no idea. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, that's uh. So like, uh, some of the neighborhood gets upset with me because uh, I just kind of like toss my daughter outside and go off and go do something. It was like, whoops, something. She's fine. There's nothing in here. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> Anything that can happen here, nothing I can protect her from anyway. <laughs> yeah, I remember somebody was saying that our parents were kind of naive. They thought we were just riding around the block. We'd be five, ten miles down the road checking out stuff at the railroad track. <laughs> so it was just we were doing sure. some crazy we, stuff. Yeah. Because we knew we didn't have to be back for, for hours. Yeah. I remember the time that my mom figured out that I figured out how to use the bus system to get downtown. To go to, like, well, yeah, get to the mall and stuff like that. Flip down. Like you were at the mall? Yeah. 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 Figured it out. I figured it out. No supervision. I had a bicycle. 
I didn't know how to put the bike on the little bike ramp on the bus. Someone had to show me how to do it. I'm like, cool. Thanks. Let's go. That's back when Indy was safe. Okay. Not now. Okay. Dangerous now. I, I literally cannot remember the last time I went downtown. Let's let you know. It's dangerous. This is my, my grandmother got, got robbed five I, times. I <laughs> my grandmother lived on Washington and rural. Mm-hmm. That's where I kind of grew up around that area. So it was not the same then as it is now. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no, it's improved. I know, I know exactly where there was it a is. time. Okay, so I lived in that area when it was in the bad times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we would get on a bus and ride down to Eastgate Mall when that still existed. <laughs> Technically, still there. Well, there was a, there was that other strip mall right before Eastgate on mm-hmm. Washington. Yeah, it's still technically there, but it's not like a real mall anymore. We used yeah. to go there and go to the Ben Franklin. Mm, okay, that's where my grandmother would take us yeah. and buy us little wooden airplanes that we'd make and we could r- rubber band ro- and throw them gliders and stuff. <laughs> all do, you go, do, you just, do you ever go to that uh, Ryan's All You Can Eat buffet that was there by Eastgate? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, I spent a lot of time at Eastgate. That's where I saw Batman. That's where I saw mm. Star yeah. Wars. That's where yeah. I saw, Which uh, Batman? The Batman, Michael Keaton. Well, yeah. What are you talking about? There's no other Batman. When did they play Star Wars? I remember them doing Batman. <laughs> Star, Wars, Star Wars is not, 77. But probably not the same Batman movie. <laughs> All the rest of them are, are Batman 2 or Batman and this and Batman and Robin and Batman and this and all different. There's only one. Batman. Yeah. Did you ever go to Builder Square that was there? Anyway, so we stuck more. Oh, about, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking more about like old East Side. Oh, so much time at East Gate Mall. Let me tell you, that was like the place we used to go all the time. Yeah, they, they had the good arcade too. The, yeah, East Gate Mall. Exactly. What do you think? I spent all my childhood. Yeah. My mom I'm had still, it. That's the thing is, I grew up, when you guys grew up playing consoles with other people and playing multiplayer games with other people. I grew up, it was pinball. And yeah. then Pong came out, and then Space Invaders and Asteroids. We played single player mm-hmm. arcade games. Yeah, my mom. And you was had really to, you had to put your quarter up to get your turn. Mm-hmm. You didn't play together. <laughs> now they started eventually doing two player, three player. You could play co op stuff like that. But originally, those were single player games that I grew up playing. Pinball was a single player game. You had to take turns. It was mm-hmm. yeah, different. It was yeah. a, a different time. It's different. It's different. And you and you only you can only play the pinball in the pool halls. Well, no, not, oh, yeah. And then they got to the arcades. That's how I started yeah. playing. Yeah, because my mom would take me to the arcade so she could play pinball. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I grew up. Yeah. You played pinball around a bunch of people who were in the pool hall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which does which I don't want to know or oh, any stories of my mom drinking in pool halls playing pinball. <laughs> 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 Uh, I want so much money on those oh, pinball games. Does Jack, you know about the arcade up in up in what up in the, the arcade on Northside? Hmm? The vintage Northside? arcade store. Well, what do you mean? You know, Jack it doesn't live here do the, with us. Oh, uh, well, I didn't know where she lives. I'm just saying, there's places yeah. like that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Jackie lives with the weird people. You know, <laughs> the weird ones up north with the weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> the <two> babies. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yeah, she's up yeah, there. Uh, Heather used to manage the Eastgate arcade when she was younger. Oh, so she was probably managing it while you were there playing there. Probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I probably put uh, Heather and my mom in the room. They probably know each other. We'll probably figure it out. <laughs> hey, I know you. I would be surprised. I mean, her stepdad, you know, was really big in that community, Hallville, you know, that sort of thing. So, yep. Well, you know, uh, Jack, if you ever come he back out here to civilize people here at Indy, we have tons <laughs> of, we'll take you to tons of arcades. We have arcade bars, just regular arcades. Maybe do a pizza party. It'd be fine. Yeah, someone downtown uh, off morale, the east, of east side, there was a, I yeah. went to an emergency dentist down there last yeah. year or two years ago. Mm-hmm. There's an arcade bar. And I'm like, when did this come in? What is this? Yeah. this is, why am I not hearing about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which the one in Virginia or the other one? Yeah. I think the one in Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Tappers. <laughs> that was fun. I've walked there drunk from there to go to Gothenburg. A lot of fun. <laughs> um, all right. Before this episode gets too long in the tooth and we end up doxing our favorite hangout places. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Kids. Oh, no. Jackie's kids with the VR stuff like that. That was really, which, oh, so the video did mention some VR stuff. And I'll end with this, which. You know, like especially with ADA compliance, the community itself is also helping people out who are have different disabilities to be able to interact inside a VR chat. The VR chat is actually there is a sign language um, classes in schools, so you can go inside a VR chat and learn how to sign. Um, and it's also different because there's also the limitations of the hardware and everything. And it's an amazing. Um, Thea from the virtual reality show did a great video on it more than I could probably do in the next more just as I could do in the next few mm-hmm. minutes when I'm trying to do this, but go watch her stuff. Amazing content. Um, They're also helping autistic kids with VR nowadays. Yep. They're finding that that has, has a, a real good benefit to getting them to be more kind of in and aware as opposed to right. the outside world. So, but, yep. but again, as I said, I feel like that that could have had its own video dedicated to it. That wasn't the hey, this is the race. While you're video. watching, yeah, it's not why you tuned in, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, um, if I tune into a, a Jordan Peterson, you know, video and they start talking about, right. you know, Star Wars or something, I mean, he's he's not what it's about. It's not why you go see him. <laughs> We're talk, talking about actually caring about other people that would be out of place for that kind of video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. for this, yeah. All right. Sorry. I was trying to make a joke. I just okay. didn't get there. <laughs> didn't land he it. tried. He tried. Anyways, if you made it this long in an episode, you are a true fan and we thank you, especially to all our monthly key holders. We appreciate you guys because you could be listening to anything else in the world, but you decided to listen to this and you are awesome. This is a live podcast recorded on Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I can say that for a few more weeks. Um, <laughs> <come> <laughs> hang out with us live. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, we chat, hang out with the audience, come hang out with us. If not, the 300 plus of you now getting closer to 350 that you download <laughs> this podcast weekly. Thank you. You guys are amazing. Why? Why? Huh? You guys are amazing. I, I, Please stop listening because of my jokes tonight. Oh, Jackie, thanks for the sub. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a sub or a bit. I, I, I have 
I have no idea it was what bits. that is. Yeah, it was bit Heather. Heard the sound wrong. Yeah. I have no idea what that is, Heather. Just saying. Um, but you, please come hang out with us live on twitch.tv slash we are libertarians with letter R, or you can find us on youtube.com slash we are libertarians. You can also get just find us find us on the Facebook page. So you can actually stream to the Facebook page. And we'll go back to Rumble eventually. I promise. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <Okay>, everybody. <laughs> say goodbye. Bye, everybody.